This is the Paul Trusdell Podcast, the place where your 60s and 70s, muscle car, traditional and independent thinking, red-blooded, athletic, gentleman dad, who works, provides, takes care of his traditional family, and bluntly calls it the way it is. This is the podcast by an all-American dad. The dad who calls it the way it was, is, and always will be. This is your dad who understands Nietzsche's doctrine of eternal recurrence, also known as the flat circle of time theory, and the Banfield theory of time horizon. This is the podcast for those seeking an educated, experienced, intellectual dad who is physically fit. The dad who has been there and done it. The dad who speaks the common man's language. The dad who is grounded with independent thought and research. The dad who teaches by allowing the up-and-coming generations to think and connect the dots themselves, with guidance when appropriate. Yeah. Due to Paul's extensive holdings, and his clients, you should assume that a position is held in all companies discussed, and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes only. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as an offer, recommendation, or solicitation to buy or sell a security. Now, today's episode by Dad, as the world turns, one more time. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all. Welcome to another edition of the Paul Truesdell Podcast. And who am I? Well, of course, I'm Paul Truesdell. Yeah. I noticed yesterday I had quite a few breaths that came across the podcast, and that was because the day before I was doing a massive amount of pressure washing. Now, I don't know if you have a pressure washer, but if you do, you know that that's a lot of work. And I've got a lot of Ford board fence here on the property around not only the office, but the house and all of the ranches, etc. And one of the things I like doing is getting out and getting a good sweat up and, hey, listen, I can do some work, save some money, get some exercise in, listen to a podcast, pull out my field notes, make some notes, Pull out my dictaphone periodically, make some notes, get some work done. Yeah, it's kind of a cool thing to do. Why not? So I noticed I had a little bit of a stuffy nose, and you heard me breathe a little bit. But that's A-OK, right? So I want, let's ask you this question real quick. I want to ask you this. Did you do any push-ups today? Yes or no? Did you do any sit-ups today? Yes or no? Did you stand up and do any stretching? I mean really getting into it. Yes or no? Do you have a pedometer that will track your steps? Did you get your 10,000 steps in yet? Did you do some squats? Remember, this is dad telling you that if you just do one push-up, one sit-up, one squat for each day of the week, just one, and then next week you do two each day, by the end of the year, you're going to be feeling a hell of a lot better. Watch what happens. You know, it's like the old saying, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have dot, 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 what? Taken better care of myself? Saved a few extra dollars? Yeah. So here's the thing. How easy is it for common man, common man, to be persuaded by collective propaganda? Ain't no doubt about it. Collective propaganda is a dangerous thing. So one of the things I want to talk about real quickly is what happened in 1790. What happened in 1790? Well, I'm glad you asked, because in 1790, about one out of every 20 Americans lived in an urban area. Then moving forward to 1870, things had changed quite a little bit. 
we went from one out of 20 in 1790, and in 1870, it was one out of four. 25% of the population was living in an urban area. By 1920, it was one out of two, 50%. Then came along the 1960s, and two out of every three people, the majority, were living in urban areas. Now we come to the 2020s. Oh, in the 20s, 2000s, what do we got going on? Four out of five people live in urban areas. Now, what does that mean for persuasive propaganda on a collaborative basis? Can average man figure things out? And the answer is, now why do I say that? It's real simple. When you can go right around the corner and get your milky, get your ho-hos, your Twinkies, your purple drink and your chips and whatever it is you want, everything is right around the corner. You go to the convenience store, go to the bodega, go to the grocery store, wherever you go. You don't have to think very far in advance. And the problem is, and it has always been, as I have said, and it appears in the introduction, I believe in something called the time horizon theory. And it was something that was taught to me when I was in college. I had the opportunity to hear and study Edward C. Banfield. And if you get an opportunity to read the book, The Unheavenly City Revisited, you can get it as a PDF for free on his website. Again, Edward C. Banfield, The Unheavenly City Revisited. Begin by reading chapter three. And it'll talk all about various classes of people. And you'll see the key thing is time horizon. People who have low class or no class, and people who have a high level of class, well, the difference is not education, income, net worth, pedigree. I don't believe in pedigree. But it has to do with time horizon. And so as a result, one of the things I do know is that those people who are living in RVs, people who are living a nomad lifestyle, well, they have to have a little bit of planning in order to succeed. Listen, there were 600,000 RVs that were distributed and sold in 2021, 2022. I mean, we're looking at six, 700,000 every single year. Now, why is that important? Let me tell you why that is important. It's important because back in 2015, there was a study where about a million people were supposedly living in their RVs full time. My analysis shows that we have at least 1.7 million, and I forecast a 79% chance that 3.3 million will be living in RVs full-time by 2025. Now, you add the current homeless situation in the United States, low estimates are 600,000. I forecast at 92%, this will rise to 1 million by 2025. No matter what you do, that's what's going to happen. So the total number of people who are homeless and nomads, who are either voluntarily or involuntarily living on the road, will be about 1.3% of the population. This is not unusual. But here's the thing. You may involuntarily have to hit the road, which is why I talked previously about the importance of having a go bag, a go box, and a go vehicle. Sometimes you have to run away. Sometimes you have to flee. But generally on the average and home for the most part, you should be fighting for what you believe in. You should be standing firm with your fellow citizens and those who run away because it got too hard. Oh, poor me. Those people are a bunch of pussies. I have no use for you. But 
there are some situations where you're going to die. It's better to live and fight another day than to commit suicide. Hey, with that, it's Dad here. See you tomorrow. We're out of here. Bye. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising sucks. And advertising corrupts free speech. A new episode of the Paul Truesdell Podcast is available daily at 5 a.m.